All right, we're live in three, two, one. And welcome to the second episode of Minor Details. That's right, with your host, Chimp, and Marcus. What up? What up? And we have a host today. She's not speaking, but she is carrying the torch for us. Carmelita, say hello. Say hi, Carmelita. Yeah, she's a little shy, but she definitely will warm up to you. Anyway, so... What are we talking about today? Talking about castle music. There we go. How many people have tackled the idea of castle music? I've seen a couple YouTube vids myself. Really? Yeah, yeah. It's a popular thing, but the thing they don't really talk about, they talk about more of the gameplay, how it makes it fun, or it's a specific thing. It's a specific level. It's either a specific area or... Or is just little snippets of castle stuff. Interesting, because when I kept mentioning to some people, oh yeah, I'm going to do an episode on castle music. Like, castle music? What? Huh? I think the more popular one would definitely be like temple or train music in video games. A lot of people like that stuff. Like, right. I don't know about you. I love train levels in almost any game I played, except for a few. Train levels. For some reason, I can only think of bleed and hopping from train car to train car. Or I'm, I'm thinking of old, like, um, side-scrolling beat-em-ups and just going from train car to train car. Uh, yeah. Up. Yeah. That's what I think of when I think of train cars. But anyway, we're not talking about train cars today. We're talking about nope. castle music. So this may be an ongoing series, at least at first. This first segment is, um, this first episode is going to be mostly curated by Marcus over here. He's picked out some great songs that I just listened to for the first time. Well, one of them for the first time. No, one of them not for the first time. The rest for the first time. And he's going to tell us, you know. Yeah, I kept it in the dark. I wanted to pick music that was kind of unique, but still followed the castle theme. So two of them at least are still following the creepy veal. And we're recording this near Halloween, so it kind of fits the setting. I guess that was also in the back of my mind looking, picking these clips out, picking these little tidbits of music here and there. You know, I wish you told me that because I would have dressed up. Alas, here we are. So we're going to get started with our first song. What do we have? So the first song, I just want to give some context to it before we play it. It's a WoW raid. And I feel like a lot of WoW music kind of doesn't get enough recognition because it's pretty well-made stuff, of course. Like, um, you can say whatever you want about Blizzard and uh, all that, but they still have money to drop on good music production and top-notch music making. Before we get started, can I just make... I, I like to be very transparent. Can I, can I make an admission? What's that? I've never played WoW. Oh, that's fine. That's fine. You don't have to play WoW to, you know, enjoy the music, but... I think it makes it more interesting, actually. I mean, I'm a big fan of Old Blizzard. I grew up playing Old Diablo. I, I grew up playing StarCraft. I was, I was playing Diablo when I was, I must have been third grade. Like, my brothers and my cousins tortured me with <laughs> all this stuff. Diablo I missed the Blizzard hype when I was oh, younger. Man. I was more Nintendo and PlayStation. It was a different time, let me tell you. Yeah, I just recently got into old school WoW stuff, but... Um, not WoW stuff, uh, Blizzard stuff. Yeah, somehow we beat Diablo Online on a 28.8K modem. 
Anyway, we're not talking about Diablo today. We are talking about... Return to Karazhan Raid. So what I like about that clip in particular is definitely the build-up. I love how it builds up with the droning sound. And then the violins suddenly appear and they do a descending scale, I believe. Yeah, yeah, I love it. And it sounds classic 1950s, like um, Adam's Family type of sound, type of horror. No, yeah, I, the low end of the cello, I think of cello, I'm not too sure, but it, it definitely had a nice, deep, deep piercing sound. It was just sitting on, on that half step, just, there's not really a melody, that, it's there, but it's just sitting between, like, I think it was A, B, and C, and it's just... I love that. I love that droning horror sound. And the funny thing, this is in an MMORPG game. <laughs> World of Warcraft. And again, like if you take if you listen to the music, there's really good stuff in there. Again, if you listen to the music, it's great stuff. It's great sound design. And I believe the composer is Russell Brower. He, he did a good job. He did a really good job with this particular raid. And that's just the beginning. I, I love how that begins. Yes, even though I didn't play WoW, I know it's a very immersive game. And you definitely need the music to match. You need a nice, strong score that really sucks you into that world. And he definitely did it here. I love the use of the baritone sax. It just gives this really low end i don't know if it's a baritone it, it could have been a tube or something but just like a low end brass it gives like a staccato note somewhere like Darrr! it just kind of like gives that thud out of nowhere definitely I, does very nice yeah it was very cool one thing to remember this is a remake or a rework of the original uh i believe it was a dungeon karazan I believe it was a dungeon. I don't believe it was a raid because uh, Classic WoW didn't have too many raids. But yeah, it had a lot of dungeons, that's for sure. What was the setting for Karazhan? Do you remember like the, um, the scenery? Was it like in a certain place? Oh, yeah. So just the background lore on the castle. The castle was occupied by a mage named Medivh. Um, to sum up a whole 
story because Medivh is such a pivotal character in World of Warcraft 3. That's the RTS one, I believe. Yes, yeah, I definitely put that one, yeah. And it also touches on a little bit of classic WoW and a lot on the expansion, which this music score came from, is the Legion update. Gotcha. So, Medivh was an evil mage. That's, again, I'm summarizing his story. He's an evil mage that occupied this castle and did crazy experiments. And the whole raid is you go through his experiments and you go through his, uh, his background, how he be- became the evil mage Medivh. And you even get a touch on the original lore of Warcraft. That includes Warcraft 2 and 1. I definitely remember playing the old Warcrafts. I just remember the lore, but... That's- Do you remember the uh, raven, the, the crow that approached in Warcraft 3 to... to le- he approached like all these important figures in the story? I believe so. That's such a, a, a long cliche. time ago. No, but it's also such a cliche motif, like a, yeah, definitely a, a flying, you know, like like animal. That that's yeah. like a Zeus thing too. Like, yes, yes, I believe it was um, Athena who had the owl, and she was always depicted with uh, with an owl. That's interesting. And of course, you have Zelda with um, the owl, whose name I don't remember. But anyway. Yes, that was very good. Um, what else you got? All right, so the next clip. Now, this will be a little bit more into the soundtrack, and this will convey, like, imagine you're running through the raid with a group of friends, and you're constantly fighting spooky things. You're fighting ghosts. You're fighting zombie creatures. I believe at some point you fight magic books. So that's the whole context of the sound of the what's going on with the area great setup let's bring it in The harmonies. I love the harmonies in that little music bit. Uh, is there a certain harmony they're doing? Is there a certain thing, uh, style, or technique they're using? I mean, I don't know too much about vocal technique, but definitely the, um, the, the, veil, the male vocal was taking the, the lower harmony and, and the female vocal was taking the higher harmony. I definitely heard some some minor harmonies in there, like like a minor third of anything that the female was taking the front of my heart. But as, at some point, I heard. I mean, there's definitely a lot of use of reverb and just making mm-hmm. it feel really, really thick with a really long tail. Yeah, and just making the room feel really, really large. And at one point, I definitely heard the um, the male vocal double up, triple up to make it sound kind of like nice and deep. 
But other than that, I mean, it's not awesome. Yeah, I like the whole droning again. I said this beforehand, but the droning, the constant, it's almost like breathing. I don't know other other way to explain it. It's it's low, it's almost primal. I love the sound of the winds too, like the wind woods or the 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 wind chandelier chimes? stuff. Yeah. yeah, the wood chimes or chimes. Yeah, that that was a really interesting choice on the part of, of the composer. I felt because it definitely felt like there was wind moving. I felt the movement of wind. Yeah, and then by adding those wind chimes, it makes the brain instantly think, "Oh, they're like you know, movement of wind." Even though you're not actively thinking about it, at least for me. It reinforced that idea of wind. It felt very windy. It also makes you feel very cold, very like you're in this big space that the reverb's creating, a big room, and then the wind makes you feel like, oh my God, I feel the emptiness of the room. You know, I'm scared. Exactly. It gives that ambience. It gives that Definitely. environment. And the coolest thing, Karazan, it takes place on a mountain, mountainous area it's surrounded in a canyon it's dark there's green lightning shooting out because of the fell magic and it's such a cool environment such a cool environment i mean i know you haven't played the game but the environments in wow are sometimes are breathtaking honestly i can definitely see that from the music alone um i also noticed I don't know if it was um, an organ or something, but there was definitely just like a constant chord playing D and that, that took up, I guess, um, I guess you call it the accompaniment. I don't know, but it was just like constantly, like you're saying, droning in the background. It's very spooky. Very eerie. Yeah. It's good music you chose for our, our, our Halloween episode. (laughs) How, how cool is it that, all this is going on, right? And you're talking to your buddies on chat. You have your add-ons up in front of your face. You're auto-targeting stuff, going crazy sometimes. Like Add-ons? Hold on. Quality you- of life improvement to the game. Oh, okay. I got you. All right. That makes sense. Gotcha. So, for instance, if you have a set macro or you have a set order of how to use your abilities some add-ons just do that for you exactly yeah it just kind of automates stuff so you're not thinking about the little stuff you could focus more on being immersed by the game or making yeah decisions for the rage or whatever it is. exactly but my point to all that is that you have all this stuff in front of your face in terms of ui and all this awesome music in the background so i'm glad that i could hear these little points these little bits because when I was going through the raid, I heard the important stuff, the, the, the high pitch coming in, I believe, organ. Yeah, something like that. The voices, you definitely hear that throughout the raid, but I don't hear the wind stuff. I don't hear the chimes. And now listening to it, it kind of does add to that immersiveness to the game, which is cool. It's honestly really, really cool. I think there's two points to be made there. Um, often we spend a lot of money on our, our rigs and we may or may not pay attention too much to the sound. 
you know, like that's the kind of stuff you might miss if you're not wearing headphones or you don't have really nice speakers or if someone's talking to your, you know, talking your ear, if you, if you have chat yeah, going voice on. chat, voice chat, man. Yeah. So it'll kind of drown that stuff out. So that's one thing. Second, you know, like all these little details we're talking about, you may not notice when you're really into what's going on, like especially a boss battle, you know, yeah, or or something like that. But when you take it outside the context of the game, like you sit down and actually listen to the music, you get to appreciate all those little details. So that's why I'm definitely glad we're doing something like this because we get to appreciate the entire vision of the composer, you know, or at least try to figure it out, and then in the context of the game and outside the context of the game, just see how it sounds by itself and then really like start to see the whole picture. So pretty yeah. cool. Yeah. Because again, as you said, you wouldn't notice this. And as someone who's played the raid a bunch of times, I definitely didn't notice a lot of this stuff. Exactly. Yeah. Well, you know, it's also like, I'm sure you have that, that experience with an artist, um, an album that you've listened to a bunch of times and you listen to it again. You're like, I didn't notice that little detail in the background, you know, like, Hey man, that's why I listen to Steely Dan a hundred times. That's why I listen to Steely Dan a hundred times. I always learn something new from those guys. Uh, we're both big Steely Dan fans, but let's not get into that. So what do we have next for our, was it return to Karazhan? Return to Karazhan. All right, set us up. So this will be the last clip. I think this will, insinuate the point of a mixture of battle and creepiness all right you're here to hear first folks let's hit it So I got to say, that is, I would say, my favorite one so far. Yeah? Yeah, it's, um, now we actually have a, a, a beat going on, which I, mean, I don't think you need a beat for, for anything to happen. But the interesting thing about this beat, it's, it's a solid beat, but at the same time, the actual sound itself, it's, it's kind of murky. It's kind of like it's maybe it's underwater. It sounds like they might have like a phaser on it or something, but it's just, yeah. it's, but it, it, it gives that, that forward movement, that constant forward It feels like now we're getting deep into, into the thick of the castle or something. Like we're getting somewhere. You see why I said this is the battle music? Yes, definitely battle music. I'm not for sure if this is part of a boss or a complex part of the raid. But it does definitely sound like you're in the thick of it. Right. With that, with that horror feeling still going on, 
the percussion just sa- reminds me of African beats, but slowed down. A lot of a lot of times, the beat is sped up to be more like dancey, to have like a better, not a swing, but a good backbeat on it. Yeah, this this beat is definitely more just the essentials. Essential, yeah. It's just getting to the thick of it. That I'm not sure what kind of drum they're using. It's probably just like a like a, like a floor tom or something, but it's giving that nice big oomph. Yeah. But again, it sounds like it's muddled with something. Yeah. Like they, underwater or they take the body out of the sound. I I, I don't know if it's like a like a bandpass filter or something, but it's it, you could feel it moving around. You could, and they're probably emphasizing certain parts of of of, of the waveform, but it gives it a really interesting sound. And then of course you have the the supporting female vocals. Ah, so now I guess the male vocals aren't there anymore. Now they're the ones doing the drumming. If you know, if you just want to frame it in that sense, and then um, the female vocals are, are are providing that support. Yeah. Very cool song. I enjoyed it a lot. Yeah, it was a great little clip. And again, in the context of the game, this is a very intense moment. And I think it matches with the gameplay almost, you know, chaoticness almost. Yeah, definitely. And I was trying to imagine myself in like a dark forest. And I was thinking, no, it wouldn't work because... Those female vocals, it sounds like choral music. This is mm. the music you would yeah. hear in 1500s of the church, that choral music. And that, that, that reminds me of, of a big open space. And chants. Chants, exactly. Yeah. Exactly, like, like the Gregorian chant or something like that. And of course, this is in the context of a castle. So, Of course. Awesome castle music from WoW so far. Thank you for introducing that to me. I'm what glad, is man. next? Again, What's, there is many diamond soundtrack in a lot of these dungeons and raids they put a lot of work into the actual sound and immersiveness to it so again props to the sound design yes for sure our um unsung heroes so we are now leaving the wow space i believe right what do we have next that is correct so the next piece of music i chose is from a um, a little unknown game called Super Mario RPG. I don't know if people heard of it. I'm not sure. I definitely wouldn't call it unknown, <laughs> but it was definitely more unknown amongst people who know Mario. I guess like um, the general population. I'm just joking, man. I'm actually, just joking. Actually, you're actually wearing a Mario shirt right now. Yeah, right now I'm wearing a Mario show- shirt. So I had to choose something from Mario. Now the now, why did I choose Mario RPG? I feel like the mixture of the RPG elements and then the need to be, all right, we need to add orchestra to this. We need to add that RPG sound. I don't remember when this game came out. I would say like 1993, 1994, maybe. Yeah, this was an SNES game. so Like in the 90s, definitely. Oh, for sure. Yeah, mid-90s. Uh, composer, by the way, is Yoko Shimomura. And this is another game I did not play, which I'm surprised I didn't play because... Wow. I remember... I thought you played this one. I remember in my middle school years, that's when I discovered 
emulation. This must have been like 2000 or so. And I, I remember spending a whole summer just playing a because I never had an SNES growing up. I, I, yeah. was, I was a Genesis kid, right? I, I loved Sonic and tons of other Genesis classics. Wow. Yeah, so I'm surprised you haven't played this one. I spent a whole summer in middle school or before, actually, probably like, it's crazy. So you're probably even earlier. Just playing a bunch of SNES RPGs from Final Fantasy to Star Ocean, Chrono Trigger, which I fell in love with. Oh, so with. this might be right up your alley then. And I knew about this game, but I never played it. And I wish I did because I've heard so many great things. Anyway, let's bring it in. What is the So context? just a quick context. When I first played this game as a youngling, it creeped me the hell out. The beginning, the opening cinematic with the sword dropping down to the castle. And especially the music, especially this piece of music. When I heard this as a kid, I was creeped out. I'll knock, I'm going to admit it. I was afraid. I would play this during the day and I would try to avoid to play Super Mario RPG in the night. I try to avoid that as a kid. That's hilarious. All right, let's listen to, this is from, this is also a castle, right? This is Bowser's castle. This is the second time you go to the... Bowser Castle. Nice. All right, let's bring it in. All I can say is the organ. Love that organ. How it just penetrates throughout the song, but it, it kind of creeps up. I mean, not creeps up. It, it surprises you almost. And I like that. I like that in, the, in that verse. Yeah, it's um, definitely... I mean, we're talking about classic... SNES sounds for sure that um yeah I've recognized a lot of these they're not even samples it's 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 all um hardware created but it's just that classic SNES sound where you hear a lot of different games what really stood out to me for this song was there was two sections right 
one part was with the beat. Yeah. And it, that kind of felt like it was moving you forward, like you were walking in this area. Um, I think it was, I don't quite remember. I, it, the, I'm pretty sure it was between a, a B and a C, I think a B minor to a C major, if anything, the third, the Phrygian into a, a, a Lydian. But just like, just that, that, um, it's not really bass melody, but just that, like that, that rhythmic do 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 And that was creating that forward movement as, as you're going forward. Definitely. And it's very open too. Definitely sounds like you're in a castle. Oh yeah, for sure. For sure. Which is a little harder to do on, on the SNES because yeah, you have things like reverb and, and echo, but it's not, you know, it's just, it's not as. You're really limited to what you can put on these cartridges because you also have to fit in, you know, the, the actual game, the sprites, yeah, all all that data. So the composers for these older games had to be very, very creative in how they created their visions and made it work so, so well. And I think they did a pretty darn good job on that. Oh yeah, on this track especially. And I wanted to put in, it also has that RPG sound, that classic SNES RPG sound, to me anyways. No doubt. I feel like they share similar tones or melodies. I don't know the exact musical phrase, but I don't know. They sound pretty similar. And that's what I like about this Mario game in particular, is that I've said that the RPG element adding towards a game that's not an RPG and then creating music based off that, that's pretty, that's pretty cool. That's a pretty cool concept to tackle. Like, how do you take something that's usually upbeat, a lot of fun, it's a platformer, Super Mario, the platformer, it's upbeat, um, there's little coin sounds and all that, little sparkle sounds. And then how do you take that and put it into a dark environment and change it up and, and see what you get from that? Well, the sounds reminded me of, for sure, of not Yoshi's story. What's the other one? Um, yeah, for, I would say Yoshi's story. Island. Yes, Yoshi's Island. Some of the sounds were definitely similar, but I, I see what you're saying. You're trying to create a, a different atmosphere. Um, going back to what I was saying though, so there was two parts. There was that part where you, it felt like you were moving, and the melody was kind of there. It was, you know, it was a, a little more of a traditional melody, melody, but then you had the organ come in, and that's where the melody completely fell apart, and yeah. it was just like this chromatic. It feels like a classic horror movie. Yeah, sound, and, and that's the part where you you're walking and then you stop because something happens that. You know, like, oh my gosh, what happened? Oh, I have, I have to like be careful. You know, it just and then and then it loops back to the do 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 do. It was that was definitely very well done, and I definitely enjoyed that. So yeah, so Mario RPG, great job, great sounds. There's other amazing soundtracks in that game. I would highly recommend to listen to. I believe Gino's theme is my favorite. Uh, I believe that's his name, the puppet guy who shot. Uh, arm laser, I believe, but he he has a pretty dope soundtrack. 
One last thing I'll mention is on, I noticed, I'm pretty sure this was in D minor, which I also heard in, um, in what's it called? Uh, Return. Return to Kazan. Karazhan, exactly. Karazhan, yeah. yes, yes. And um, among some musicians, D minor is definitely known for being the darkest, like, I guess, saddest, for whatever reason, key, uh, the D minors. And it's it's interesting to see that. I've I've been hearing that in both games, so I'm wondering if we're going to hear that in, in later games we choose. But yeah, so what else we got? So the next piece of castle music I chose is something a little bit more modern, Still in the realm of Nintendo. I mean, Nintendo makes great music. Let's just be honest. Think of Mario Odyssey, how great the soundtrack to that is. I love it, personally. So my choice was Hyrule Castle in Breath of the Wild while you're attacking it, while you're approaching the castle. So it's like you're flying into the Hyrule Castle, about to make the journey to fight Ganon. All right, sounds good. Uh, This game I love. This game I definitely played, I mean... If you haven't played Breath of the Wild, <laughs> you're doing it wrong. Oh, uh, yeah. I've I played Breath of the Wild. I recently just finished one of the DLCs, and I got the horse motorcycle. <laughs> yeah. And I'm having a lot of fun with that. Just, <laughs> holy crap, that changes the game so much. Yeah, it's just like you turn um, God mode on. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I gotta say, I'm definitely a huge Zelda fan. All, all of them. I, I started off with Oracle of Ages and Seasons, but I've, I've been through nearly all of them. And even though Breath of the Wild diff- changes the formula a lot, and some people didn't like that, I thought it was amazing. I thought it was great, too. I, Man, it's, it's, it's called Breath of the Wild, but to me, it's a breath of fresh air. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And that, with that, let's get into some castle music. So as you can hear, this is a very intense buildup. It's not subtle. It's very brash. It starts with the marching snares, and it just gives me that feeling of military or or um, being military, on the battlefield or being on a battlefield exactly. And I like that, especially in the context of the gameplay while you're storm in this castle literally getting attacked all sides by the robotics oh the um the guardians the guardians correct yeah, for sure 
Yeah, no, I mean, I can definitely feel um, the rhythm, like you were saying, with that marching snare. There was just a constant. Duh, 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 duh. Yeah. You felt like you were obviously like marching, and then the um, the melody with, with the cello, and then later the, the um the trumpet. It was it was very constant. Like it was that same melody constant. It was just, you know, like when you're marching. When I, I guess you wouldn't know, but I don't march. Sorry, <laughs> I'm not a marcher. From what I briefly learned in school, um, when a Greek army or a Roman army would take the the battlefield, you would have people playing drums and 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 music something very like a constant rhythm that you would move to so that that way everyone was marching in, in step and when you're going up against an army that is moving at the same time all the force is moving at the same time it's like you know let's say you punch somebody with the full force of your body versus just your hand yeah so in order to keep the entire body, or in this case, the entire army, in, in, in the same movement, that's the role the music plays, uh, the the rhythm, the drums, and, and and the horn. So that's definitely the feel I got from this this song. It, it felt very very solid, um, lock and step, and that's definitely what you need when you are trying to storm Hyrule Castle. <laughs> I also felt elegance within the cello, the violins. Uh, I bl- were there woodwinds? I don't think so. No. I think I, 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 the, the, the only I, I just heard brass. I'm pretty just sure brass. I heard, yeah, okay. trumpet. Trumpet. Yeah, yeah. That's that's what I meant. But I felt elegance to it. Like this place used to be an elegant place. I get that kind of feeling that it's it's turned. It's been turned into something else. It, it, like Hyrule Castle was once a beautiful place but now it's dark decrepit and filled with a bunch of ganons apparently a bunch of ganons a bunch of guardians yeah guardians and one ganon didn't you need to fight like a like all the ganons again if you like let's say you skip yeah getting the dungeons and you get you get there really early you have to fight all the ganons again yeah the um i can't remember like water blight yeah, those, Ganon, those Ganons. That's yeah, what I meant. Correct. Yes, you, you are absolutely right. Um, another thing I noticed, I mean, it, this whole soundtrack was definitely different from any other Zelda game. And oh yeah, I feel like just to, just to talk briefly about it because I I see it here, the use of piano, especially when um when you're riding with I guess not really a pona, but with with the horse, or any horse of your, of your like of your choosing. There's that piano song. I can't re- I can't remember at the moment, but I I definitely remember a lot of piano, a lot of very um what's the word avant garde oh avant garde like very different uh, piano playing and then you hear here as well well there's there, there's definitely a low end piano dum yeah dum. yeah but then later on there it goes me 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 and it just it makes me think of. I remember in Hyrule Castle, there's like this the things falling. I, I don't know if it was. Oh yeah, like the red. Yeah, and energy or and, and it whatever feels, it is, it feels like there's fire or something falling, and, yes. that's, and that's what I'm thinking of when I hear it. Like just like things falling. Now all that you around point that you. out, I'm thinking about that too. Now, yeah, yeah. No, this was definitely well done. I mean, and I also think I feel like the sound quality, the the production, 
oh, this was amazing. Like it's it just filled up the whole space. Like the like the, the I felt the whole sound stage. It it felt amazing. Um, going a little bit into in, into the melody, like I was saying, it was as a constant do do do. First of all, the song um from what I understand was in it was in G, and it's it's going from that G up to the minor third do do do. And then when it changes, it goes up to the fifth. So it stays within those like those stronger points of the chord. Like just briefly, like a chord is made up of, you know, like uh, the main note, which would be, I guess, in this case, G. Yeah. Then it's also the minor third, whether major or minor, in this case, minor third. And then that fifth is, is another very strong sound in the chord. So it's just playing on that chord. And it ends, and then do 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 do. It, it ends back on, on the G, but an octave higher. And it just at the very end, it just goes flat a little bit, and I think into, into the major seventh. And it just—it was a really good melody. It was very simple, but it was so well done, and it felt—it fit very well with, with with the whole piece. So, I really like when the piano, like it goes dong. Yeah, that kind of reminds me a bit of Beethoven. Just. Hitting that as hard <laughs> as you can, not caring. Yes, it was it was well done. I, I definitely feel like I was on the battlefield, that's for sure. So kudos to that. All right, so this will be the next clip from the same track. It does change up a bit. That's why I wanted to talk about it. Uh, okay, so so basically you broke up that one track. Got it. All right, let's, let's listen to it. What you think of that one? It was great, classic Zelda. Um, so Zelda has this benefit, you know. Different games do this, and you know other media, but they have music that's so. It's some themes that are so recognizable, especially mm-hmm. to the gamers. Anyone who's played Zelda, that they can play on that melody and, and create different variations, cut out some parts, add some parts here. And it still gives you that feel of like, oh yeah, this is Zelda. Still got them themes. Yeah, if I'm not mistaken, I think. Um, I mean, I know, I know this dates back from the from the first one, but I think they also use this in in the classic um, Hyrule music, uh, Hyrule feel music. In, in, in the that's what I remember one. it for. Yeah, when I played, what was it, Zelda? What was the name? Ocarina of Time. Yeah. Zelda Ocarina of Time. That was my jam as a kid. I would literally just sit in the field just listening to the music sometimes. Yes, I remember that game very, very well. I was definitely like... I must have been in third grade when I was playing that game, but yeah. A lot of classic memories there. But And so it definitely... This game plays upon 
it's targeted to people like I guess I think because especially when they play old music like that, it reminds of the, of of those memories playing the old games, and it just makes the experience that much better. It's like, like a psychological thing, is what you're saying. The nostalgia hits, yeah. And the like, nostalgia, oh, man, this is great. Nostalgia crack. But then you still have the mix of the other things going on. That that interesting piano, ding 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 ding, and then you know, and and, and different rhythms going on. That it's just. It becomes a whole new product. It's very well done. One thing I want to add, in the context of the game, as I said beforehand, with the last clip, there was like a beauty and it sounded like it was turning into something wrong. And I feel like with the addition of this Hyrule field theme, I believe, I feel like it's, it's the spark of hope. Mm. Like that little spark that comes up, you hear it and you're like, oh, I'm still in it to win it. <laughs> Especially since it's something familiar. Yes. So it, it gives you that sense of security. Like, oh, yeah, we can do this. Familiar and recognizable. Yeah, I like that. That's definitely a good observation there. All right. So, so far we have tackled in our Castle Music episode. Wow. Super Mario RPG and some Breath of the Wild. What do we have left, my friend Marcus? So the last one. Now, I would call this a castle. <laughs> it's a Japanese pagoda, I believe, or pagoda, yeah, pagoda. But I, I've seen the old movies, the old Akira Kurosawa, Kurosaka, Kurosawa, Kurosawa films. And they, they call them fortresses or castles in the subtitle. So I'm pretty confident in this pick. The next pick is Sekiro, specifically the Genjiro Ashina battle or boss fight. And wait, before I forget, I do want to mention the composer for the song we were just listening to before from Breath of the Wild was Hajime Wakai. We can't forget about the composer. No, definitely not. And for Sekiro, it's uh, Yuka Kitamura. So let's listen to some, what is this, Pagoda music. All right. Yeah. So a a little bit of background too. I believe the composer trained in traditional Western classical music. And I believe in a behind the scenes documentary video, she mentioned interview. She mentions that she had to like go back to roots Mm. in Japanese culture and how they sounded and what instruments they used during the 1800s and so on. And I thought, I thought she did a great job of mixing that Western orchestra and her traditional Japanese music. So let's, let's get down to it. All right. Let's listen to some pagoda music. Not quite a castle, but hey, this is a good game, Hey, right? man. <laughs> it's as good as any. All right. Here we go.
so that was definitely the fastest tempo we've had so far the the most going on yeah that felt like that felt like a crazy war going (laughs) yeah definitely in the context of the game remember this is during the Sengoku period in Japan. So uh, the Warring States period. Warring States period. So you're going to have that intensity. To me, the sound was very rough, but it, it felt like a battle. It feels like I'm in a battle again, but this time it feels a little bit more bloodier. It feels like there's bloodshed going on around me, but cut with nice scenery represented with the flutes, with the Japanese flute. That time period is very popular in a lot of like, at least in my experience, like manga and anime. Yeah. I, I imagine it's like World War II for Americans. You know? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because I, I remember Vagabond starts there and a lot of other things. But back to the music. Yes, I, I love the mix of those traditional Japanese sounds. It's going back to the Zelda, um, how what's that place called Kakariko village, how they completely changed the music and, and, and gave that more traditional sound. I'm hearing that here as well. The woodwinds, the, the wood clacking, everything. Um, I heard like a quick little string instrument, some, some, some chords being played, but like very quickly, it's very awesome. The music producer, uh, Katamori, uh, Kitamura, Kitamura, Kitamura. She's worked with Miyazaki before in other games. I don't know if you played Bloodborne or Dark Souls, but these are very familiar sounds to me. It sounds like this is her her thing, her, her, style. her style, but I, I feel like I could hear that she's digging into her past in the Japanese culture and bringing that up and, and not just putting it in there because the game takes place in Japan, obviously, but it feels like she's insinuating her own style with these traditional Japanese instruments. For example, the, when the violins are going at it, when they're doing the do-do-do-do-do-do-do, that, that really pulsy feeling. And then the, ta- the takio? Oh, yes, the taiko drums. The taiko. The, the uh, I can't say it right. <laughs> those are awesome. I love yes. seeing those at, like, at anime conventions. Oh, man, like... Doom, doom, doom. Very powerful. Yes. And especially for something dealing with war and destruction, you're going to need that oomph and that power. Absolutely. Yeah, it definitely adds, it, it fills up the whole room. It's very, very cool sound. And like you were saying, the violins and the cellos, they were playing very like fast riffs, it felt like, but they were giving that sense of urgency. That sense of urgency. Yes. Definitely. Yes. Yeah, so that was definitely a great mix of. I also love, again, the mixture of the Western and Japanese influences. Right. We don't get enough of that, in my opinion, in games. Like, we don't get enough clashing of cultures and especially in the music anyways. And, this is the, and the reason why I picked this one is to show that people see castles in other ways. Oh, yeah. And, different, and they hear it in other ways, for example. So... There, in the previous, in the beginning, especially the the return to uh, Karazhan and Super Mario RPG, it's more typical castle sounding with the with the organs, right. with the with the ambience and stuff. But that's how we that's how I see castle music, right? 
But when I played Sekiro and was literally climbing something like a castle and hearing <laughs> this music, I'm like, this is really good. This is also great castle music. Yeah, I'm glad you mentioned that because when we first started um, planning for this episode, in my mind, I immediately was thinking uh, your typical RPG castle music, um, like Chrono Trigger or... Not that they're not good. No, for sure. But yeah. that's that's the immediate sound I had in my head. So I'm glad that you um, your playlist brought something completely different from what I was thinking. Oh, yes. That's what I want to do. I want to... I still kept with the traditional sounds, but of course, I feel like you need to keep with those traditional sounds because they're so infused in our brains, especially in Western society. Right. But again, I just want to show that there's different sounds. Everybody hears things differently, and it's okay to hear all that and have a different interpretation, or it could be the same thing, but a different sound. Variety is the spice of life. Exactly. Is that our last clip? I believe so, yes. Yes, that is our last clip. All right, that was awesome. I want to try to tie everything together. Um, one of my goals for this episode and subsequent episodes would be what are the similarities and differences? I think we were talking a lot about the differences. Yes. And we definitely mentioned some similarities, but I would say, I, I, like I said, I definitely heard a lot of D minor there, except for that um, Breath of the Wild one. But there's definitely a sense of of military, at, at least with the, um, not including WoW, but there's definitely that militaristic aspect with um with the rhythms and the drums, whether yes. it's taiko, whether it's marching snare. A lot of people think castle, and they also think an army supporting that castle. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, so that was definitely one element I saw a lot. And we had, we had a, a lot of a lot of violin and cello. I, I don't know if that's just because it's just a very very much used instrument. Yeah. Or it's just I, I don't know. The instrumentation was usually that. One well, thing I found uncommon with a lot of them too is the openness. Everything's pretty open. It's except for the last two, but even with the Sekiro and the Breath of the Wild, I feel like there were moments where it was open. Where you hear, for example, like the, the openness of a castle or like the, the environment you're in. And that's just hats off to the audio engineers and the sound designers. That's all use of reverb and how to use it. Uh, actually, going back to the wow, I, I heard a really cool part where I'm not even sure we played the clip, but it felt like you felt the wind moving and there was that, that big room reverb, but then it just kind of like a like a low cut came in and then you just felt like the highs and you just only heard the highs of the wind ah uh, yes so like they kept that, that that reverb going but they just cut out the lows and you just felt all those highs and it was moving up and down so hats off to the reverb hats off to the use of all the effects that's what really tricks the brain to thinking this is going on and like you know like puts all these thoughts like these are just sounds that are entering our brain but, yeah, but the, our brain in, in, interprets it in, in different ways, and yes, that's why I love video game music. Yep, that's why I love it too. Anyway, so I think we are pretty much done for today. Looks like we're hitting the fifty-six minute mark. So we plan, at least, I would like to try to keep our episodes shorter than an hour. Maybe we'll do some half-hour episodes, depending. 
And we don't. And, and I think we want to mix it up too. Maybe sometimes we'll bring you a game, like we said before. We'll, yeah. we'll bring you a movie. Uh, maybe we'll bring you a news story or something that we feel strongly about. You know, it's just putting our thoughts out there exactly, to the like-minded. Exactly. These are the things we're interested in, and we like to sometimes talk and provide those minor details. And with that, I see Carmelita is falling asleep on the floor. Little Carmelita. Little Carmelita. And Marcus's other dog is sitting in the bedroom watching sitcoms. <laughs> Believe it or she not. She enjoys it. She likes it. She, she likes listening to human voices. Oh, man. That's, that's hilarious. I got to put her to bed like a, like a small child. Yes. Uh, if you didn't guess, we're both dog people. I'm sorry if you heard my dogs barking and crying in the last episode, but I'm going to invest in some, <laughs> some sound ending film. Anyway, we're signing off. This has been Chimp and Marcus. Have a good one. Peace.